Hello and welcome to the Maps Communications 2020 podcast, a series of podcasts where we explore various archives and collections. My name is Faith Williams and I'm joined today by Helen Close, Centenary Trail Project Officer for the Women's Engineering Society. Hi Helen, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about the role that you have at WES? Hi, hi Faith, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm Centenary Trail Project Officer. Um, the Centenary Trail um, is a heritage lottery funded um, project to celebrate 100 years of women in engineering. The project um, was actually um, fundamentally for uh, 2019, um, but we've had an extension for the project which actually takes us into 2020. Um, so we've been able to carry on what we've been doing. The idea behind the project was to try and redress the balance of women in engineering as opposed to men in engineering. A lot of people, if you say to people, um, about celebrating 100 years of women in engineering. They say, oh, have women been in engineering that long? Um, and um, obviously we wanted to change that concept. Um, so we've done that by a series of wikithons, which are editing Wikipedia entries and making sure that um, some of the women engineers that have been involved in the Women's Engineering Society now have a place in history. Um, and also we have a virtual centenary trail map um, that actually has uh, pin drops on a map showing where those women were uh, located. It was originally for the UK only, but it's been so successful that we've now sort of gone a bit more global. So we've got pin drops um, in other countries as well as um, England and Scotland, Ireland and Wales. So um, it's been really, really exciting. It's it enabled us to open up our um, Women's Engineer Journal, which has been published since 1919. Um, that's been digitised by the... Um, IET, our friends at the IET, and um, it means that that journal is accessible now online. People can go into it and look up particular women engineers um, and just see what was happening in engineering and what role women actually had to play um, in that um, because their stories have been lost over the years or they were never told in the first place. So um, it's really, really exciting. So how did the concept of kind of having a trail map come about then? Um, well, it was before I was actually involved in the project. There were um, several um, members of WES or volunteers that worked with WES that were passionate about the history of women in engineering. Um, and they got together and um, looked at um, how they could... Uh, address the, the lack of um, profile of women engineers. Um, Wikipedia is the go-to place now for um, people finding out information, um, but the majority of those that are editing Wikipedia entries are men, largely white middle-class males, um, and therefore the topics that are addressed on Wikipedia tend to sort of um, take that slant. Um, and we wanted to try and raise the profile of women engineers so that anybody looking for women engineers um, or women in history um, would find the engineers. Um, WES has some quite high profile 
women engineers that people have heard of. For example, um, Amy Johnson, mo most people know of her as a pilot, um, but she had her pilot's ground license, which meant that she was actually an engineer. She could fix her own aeroplane as she did during her flights. Um, but there are so many other women that um, needed their voices heard. Um, so that's where it came. That's where the idea came about. Um, and the idea of having a map is something that people can actually sort of look at their own locality, see whether there's anybody from there. Um, and the, the map, the pin drops actually link through into um, the Wikipedia pages as well. So you can find out more about your, your um, chosen woman engineer of interest. So. Do you have a lot of material relating to these women or is it more just uh, more con concentrated on the subject matter? Um, it's, it's everything really. We've got a right mixed um, formula of um, archives. So as I've said, the main source for the project was the Women's Engineer Journal. Um, but we have minutes of the Women's Engineer Society um, meetings, there's conference documents. WES was the first um, women's engineering society in the world um, and was a leader in that. Um, later organisations were set up internationally, but WES have been involved in international women's engineering conferences and training for women engineers. Um, we've got newsletters, public publicity campaign materials, publications produced by WES, so training documents, that sort of thing. Um, and lots of photographs as well. But we, uh, we have um, also got people's personal papers as well. Some of those have come, up, come into our collection because of the Centenary Trail project, because the profile has been raised. So my particular favourite is the Verena Holmes diaries. We've had 18 diaries of the um, engineer Verena Holmes donated and some of her personal papers and letters. Um, there's been other um, family members of other engineers that have been in touch with us and have said, look, we've got all these papers. We don't know what to do with them. We know that they were fundamental in what, whatever type of engineering that they were involved in. Um, and they've donated the papers to, to the collection, which is, which is great. And it means that historians of engineering um, researchers, academics can access that those papers um, and, and put more meat on the bones of the story of women engineers. So this project is about opening your collection to a wider audience and getting more people interested in the history of female engineering and also hopefully uh, interesting younger generations as well. Exactly, that's pre precisely. It's, um, we say in West, if you can see it, you can be it. And it's key to try and get more women into engineering, women and young girls into engineering. Um, and the way we can help them um, is to raise the profile of those women, those historical women engineers um, and bring them to the forefront um, and um, hopefully inspire um, future generations. Um, and we can see that certainly within the last 20 years, there's been um, a lot more women involved in engineer, engineering and those that have been involved um, in our project. So the volunteers that have been involved in our project um, obviously are women engineers themselves, a lot of them, um, and um, are acting as STEM ambassadors and helping to um, carry forward the, the, their legacy. Who at the moment is 
is interested in your sort of history, the archive, the collections of women in engineering, who accesses that at the moment? Um, we get inquiries from authors, researchers, academics, um, and people that are interested in finding out more about either a particular engineer, um, be it a family member or um, somebody that they've, they've heard of, um, but also in particular types of engineering as well. So um, we get inquiries all the time from different people, television, um, media, um, wanting to find out a bit more. We had um, an inquiry last week um, from abroad actually wanting to check um, the validity of some of the information that they were wanting to put out. I think it was a radio quiz or something like that. Um, and um, wanting to highlight um, women that had invented things. Um, so 10, 10 women that um, had were reputedly the inventors of um, various household objects and things like that. Um, so they just wanted to check that uh, their information matched that sort of our information because a lot of years ago women weren't actually allowed to patent register patents in their own names um, so in some cases men took the kudos for actually inventing things um, whereas a lot of inventions take a long time to actually come to fruition um, and um, there are often there are cases of women who whose stories have been lost because um, a gentleman may have taken the the credit um, for those inventions so that's something else that we like to sort of um, promote <laughs> what are the challenges you've come across whilst putting this project together um with regards to the actual collection um the WES office is based in Stevenage in Hertfordshire, but the actual archive is based at the um, Institute of Engineering and Technology down in London at Savoy Place. So that accessibility is to that um, archive um, is obviously challenging. And in lockdown, it's been even more challenging. Um, some of the other things that have been um, problematic um, has have been... Um, change in um, personnel. So the project, I wasn't originally involved in the project until June um, 2019, and there was somebody before me in position. So obviously I've had to sort of um, pick up the gauntlet and um, learn to run before I can walk. <laughs> so um, it's um, that's been um, a challenge. Um, the other thing is, um, I suppose the dichotomy between historians and engineers um, because both come at things from different angles mm. um, so um, yeah um, historians aren't particularly good at engineering and engineer engineers aren't particularly interested in history necessarily um, so you know they, they their problem they like solving problems coming up with solutions and looking backwards doesn't necessarily give them the drive that they like so. classic science versus humanities isn't it definitely, definitely. Uh, what so how many people have you reached through this so far oh now you've caught me out um, <laughs> um I couldn't give you statistics. We've done quite a few wikithons that have accessed anywhere between 
10 and 50 um, volunteers. Um, so um, each time um, I've been involved in a lot of um, talks, public um, talks now to raise the profile of the project. So again, everything going online, it's kind of difficult to catch that, you know, keep tabs of numbers. Um, and because I've been invited along to be guest speaker at various different organizations that are involved in um, engineering and women's engineering, um, you know, we don't always have access to those figures. The evaluation of the project is due at the end of February, so we'll have an ear, a clearer idea of how many um, people we've actually accessed. But in terms of the project itself, we were originally tasked with actually, um, or the, the, the project itself wanted to get 200 pin drops on the map. We now have over 300 um, pin drops. I think it was 347 at the last count. Um, so that's um, a lot more women engineers located on, on the map that now have comprehensive um, Wikipedia pages. Whereas I think when we first started, there was probably only about five women that were actually, but don't quote me on that. I think it was probably be about five well-known women um, that um, actually had Wikipedia pages and weren't necessarily highlighted as women engineers either. Mm. Um, you know, their, their engineering background kind of got, may have got lost in, in their whatever other public story they had going on. So, yeah. Yeah, but as you say, it's, it's, some of that's just unconscious bias. I think some yeah. people don't, yes. don't think that's all it is. Yeah, definitely. So. What are your hopes or as an organization for the future of, of the WES uh, going forward and highlighting past generations of female engineers? Yeah, I mean, WES, WES's role is to train and educate and support women in engineering um, and networking for women engineers. Um, so obviously that campaign continues, that, that is what they were, that's why they were founded. With regards to the historical side of it um, obviously it's funding led um, this project runs out in February uh, 2021 um, but um, we are hoping to get funding for more projects to be able to just continue the um, the drive that we have not necessarily through Wikipedia or wiki wikithons but um, but um, other um, community events or trying to engage local communities in um, telling the story of maybe their local woman engineer um, perhaps finding trying to link the pin drops through to something tangible on the ground in a location so for example um, I know that as part of the project um, some of our volunteers have um, actually managed to get blue plaques in locations um, so Hilda Lyon, who was instrumental in designing um, airships and the design of airships, Caroline Hazlitt. Um, so she was responsible for designing the three the three pin plug that we have in the UK. Um, so th things like that. So trying to actually get women engineers and their histories embedded in 
the locations um, and also things like making sure that museums actually tell the whole story so for example we've been involved in um, science the um, museum of science and industry in Manchester and helping make sure that they've got women engineers in with their um, science and industry collection and that sort of thing so rather than it just be one woman engineer as a token engineer mentioned um, to actually have more about the history of women engineers um, in various places. That's interesting you say that. I think that really intersects with um, especially things that we going on this year, Black Lives Matter, um, the, the idea that people who aren't white also have a place in our history and it's not just one token person, yeah. it's lots of people. Yes, exactly, exactly. And obviously diversity is something that the Women's Engineering Society supports um, and um, not just women, you know, not just women um, in engineering, um, but also the background to that. Where did they learn about engineering? What support networks they had behind them? I'm particularly interested, from a personal point of view, um, in the can you be a professional woman and have a career and have a family? Mm -hmm. um, and it's quite interesting looking at some of the women engineers from the past who had to make that decision just because of um, society's rules going back even 50 years, um, where if you uh, got married, you were expected to give up work. Um, and there weren't, weren't the childcare opportunities available that they are now. It's, they're still severely lacking in the sector. Um, but, um, you know, we're moving forward all the time. Um, but it's interesting to look at um, the different challenges that face the women then and ask ourselves how much, how much, well, how far forward we've actually moved. Um, you know, the UK has um, about 12% of women in the engineering sector, other countries, <coughs> excuse me, other countries. Um, have um, a far higher population of women in the engineering sector and we have to kind of ask why that happens um, and um, you know why in the UK in particular um, women aren't encouraged um, to become engineers. Engineering typically is thought of as a mechanical dirty um, you know it's not the job for girls um, which isn't true at all, um, as all of our WES, engi um, WES engineers, our WES members will say to you. Um, it's an inspiring and interesting um, career. Um, and certainly going forward, um, you know, women make up half the population of the world. Um, so, you know, we have a view and a take on how to perhaps solve the problem, some of the problems that the, the the world is going to face in the future so pollution all of these sorts of things sustainability um you know there, there's women out there working on these problems and these projects um and so they should yeah and it's not as though everything's already been invented just because we have okay. suspension bridges and airplanes and stuff doesn't mean there's not lots of engineering feats to be accomplished of course and the you know the world throws different different things at us every day as we know at the moment um you know so um be interesting how many women have been involved in the biological engineering side of the side of things for coming up with a vaccine yeah and you'll have more stories to tell in future yeah definitely from our times thank you helen for joining us today and talking about the 
wealth of women who have been left behind in history and your efforts to combat that um, from your, your PIN project, just uh, highlighting them and, and giving people an opportunity to see who is local to them and who, whose story can inspire them. And also your attempts through Wikipedia to tackle that unconscious bias. That's a really interesting uh, point that you've made there and tackling that, so that project is really a positive way of doing that. Thank you. Um, if I can just let you um, know some um, web links, um, if that's okay. Um, the WES itself is the is WES.org.uk. So that's WES.org.org.uk. Um, and then if you want to look at the Centenary Trail map, that is on that same web link, but with forward slash Centenary hyphen map. Um, and a couple of other projects that may be of interest on the web are electrifyingwomen.org, that's electrifying women, all one word, and also magnificentwomen.org.uk, um, who have been involved in similar kinds of projects um, and who we Wes has worked closely with um, certainly over the last two years, if not longer than that. Um, so um, they're also involved in trying to spread the word of women in engineering, not just from a WES point of view either. So, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic work you're doing. And you can check out pins wherever you live. There's some <laughs> in India, there's some in Africa. I had a look at the map earlier. <laughs> Very comprehensive. Hopefully we'll have more to drop down over the coming years. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Helen. It was lovely talking to you. Thank you, Faith.